Before we turn to the world, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. There's a team. What's his name? Kugel? Kugel. I want to get to the point where we can interview him. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, you know what I think like, it is? I know you started with an audiobook, and now you're moving to like the actual text and getting more into it and yeah. some of our scholarly research. I think it's just a reflection of... Uh, uh, how much more serious we've gotten about this book in the last uh, couple of uh, months. Yeah, it's definitely taken over our lives a little bit, huh? Yeah, well, like, no. I, I put less time in now, but... Well, I don't mean taken over our lives... I think just because we're getting better at it. By time, I'm, you know, yeah, obviously that's just we're, we're smoother. But uh, I mean, in terms of like, it, I'm like, hey, sorry, I can't do anything on that day. Because yeah. I know that I got to record, or I know that I'm going to be editing. I uh, find it taking over my life because I'll just grab random strangers and start talking about the Bible, like yeah. <laughs> it's, own, it's its own way. I'll just be in a—I'll just be uh, sitting on a bus, you know. Not that I have any place to go. I just do it to find poor people that I can sure. harass. And oh yeah, I'll just yeah. be like, yeah, I'll be like, hey man, do you know about the Bible? You're like, obviously, I'm on the bus. You know, I would have sworn you were there to sm- score some smack, but uh, <laughs> sure, it's about the Bible. That's, uh, that's yeah, believable. Yeah. That's what's Save about. it for the judge. Uh, uh, I actually, so, you know, we've talked about this, but I'm not as big of a promoter as you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did just share it today. Yeah. So at least I'm doing my part a little bit with my only my only liberal Texas friend, you know. Oh, you got to stick yourself, together. You're letting you yourself be together. free. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I don't share the podcast with anyone that I think that could affect my future job prospects. That's, <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, listen, uh, there's a there's a different there's a different level of humor that I bring to the table with uh, people who wear suits. I just go, I go right away, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lick those boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, takes all kinds. That's just how I respond to everything. It's like you see what they said, and you see what Trump did. I'm like, oh boy, just takes all kinds, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> There's uh, good people on both sides, everybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play the game a little bit. We're not a. As soon as we're CEOs of Revelations Incorporated, then we'll yeah, say what as we soon want. As we have our own church, but before that, people are like my dog died last night. I'm like nothing funny about that. <laughs> uh, you've never lied as hard as you just did. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle's died of liver disease. I'm like my condolences. You know they don't really know what's going on. <laughs> You don't even know what a condolence is. This is ridiculous. You know, you don't know what's going on underneath this mask. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Do you, do you ever tell people you'll pray for them? <laughs> I used to. I used to as a fucking joke. For people that didn't know me, if I had to send, like, a professional email to, like that was, like, dickish, you know? Like, I didn't yeah, give yeah. a shit about. I would always sign it, yours in Christ. Sure. Like, it would be like, I've seen those. You know, like, it would be like, oh, hey, I got to send this email to, like, my... Um, rental agreement to sign this lease or whatever like, yeah that'll be a, yours in christ cold and loose game. i just i don't know why that made me laugh but it, 
<laughs> well, <laughs> they sometimes think it's I'm the a simplest good person, Those fucking idiots. It's the simplest things sometimes that get you going. Yeah, you know. Really oh, butter your boy. biscuit that way. Um, <sighs> whew, recap episode, huh? Yeah. Welcome to a Revelations podcast. Yeah, I'm Grant DeVoist. I'm Cole Deluski. We're breaking it down one more time again. Yeah. This is this is King Recap episode. This is we are recapping the Pentateuch. This is probably the most like uh, the most scope we've had in one episode is going to be this one. Right. We're going to talk about five books here. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to get through Deuteronomy, but I think there couldn't be a better recap episode than Deuteronomy because Deuteronomy well, is in itself just sort of recap. It's a shitty. Not, it's a shitty recap indeed. Well. And I was going to kind of use that as a springboard, but yeah, let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about Deuteronomy, and then let's talk about kind of how it is a cap on the Pentateuch, and a little bit about what the Pentateuch even fucking is, right? So, to sum it up, Deuteronomy, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, Deuteronomy just is like... I will. (laughs) Is Moses recounting the past three books? He doesn't really give too much of a shit about Genesis. True. Um, uh, Recounting Exodus... Leviticus and Numbers to the surviving generation of Jews. Coincidentally, so, I'll point out Exodus, uh, Leviticus, and Numbers are the story of Moses. So it's a little <laughs> egotistical. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was reading, I, you know, I, I, I don't always do necessarily like historical research. You know, sometimes I, I feel like what I bring to it is just. Uh, the perspective of someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's my, yeah, you need that's, that. that's my foil. niche. You need that yeah. in a podcast. Um, but I was kind of like reading a summary and the history of it and kind of when they think do, uh, the Pentateuch was written and all that other bullshit. But uh, what I never really thought about was the fact that kind of the first five books sort of start with God's general scope of humanity, like his covenant with, like his covenant with, Adam and Noah were his covenants with all mankind. Okay. And then gradually it just gets narrower and narrower and narrower of who he gives a shit about, kind of. And then by the time we get to the end of this, uh, we've gone from God loving all of mankind and creating a covenant with them to, okay, but here's my covenant with the Levites and who their sort of their deal is with and then everyone beneath them and then everyone beneath them and then ending with, like, the people we rape. Yeah, yeah. Like, even within the Levites, the sons of Aaron, in numbers, right. at least. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's really fine-tuned. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Yeah. But in Deuteronomy, not only is it a recap, it's also what we see that's that kind of even gives Deuteronomy a point for existing is that uh, we really leaned into the second establishment of the covenant with God, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which, you know, that was kind of near the beginning. And it is a little bit different, right? Um, we don't have to go into the little tiny differences um there are some kind of funny ones but what i want to use deuteronomy as a as a springboard for it here is the how the bible is written now you mentioned that a little bit right uh Um, no i wasn't really going in that way i was just i just i know you weren't i know you weren't going that way you just had mentioned the idea of like when it was written and stuff and i want to talk a little bit in relation to deuteronomy the documentary hypothesis and later supplementary hypothesis. So, I think the whole point—the whole point of reason reading this, besides understanding a book that is adored and worshipped by billions of people or whatever—I don't know, a couple billion, sure, 
Uh, yeah. Maybe one billion. I don't know. I don't care. There's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 too many. Yeah, too many. way too many. <laughs> we need to definitely breed them out. Yeah. Um, but what I think is worth looking at, because we don't do it a lot in a day-to-day episode, we're more of just saying, wow, look at this. What? Look at what it actually says in here as compared to maybe what you see presented in day-to-day American Christianity. Uh, I mean, we definitely touch on it, kind of how things have, how this is what God, his written word, this is what you shall do compared to sort of the modern interpretation of that, you know? Sure. It happens. Well, here, Here's where I think it, you really see, though, the uh, the ridiculousness of saying that Moses wrote all five of these first books. And that's the widely accepted, I want to say Catholic and definitely Protestant understanding of the Bible, is that this entire Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy is just Moses sitting there writing it down. Um, which is pretty much wholesale bullshit. So, first off, did you notice, quiz for you, Cole, did you notice that it, in Deuteronomy, quiz me, Dad. Aaron, the sons of Aaron are literally never mentioned? It only refers to Levitical priests? I'm not is, sure I follow. The sons of Aaron are mentioned. We, he names all four of them. What are you talking about? No, no, no. In Deuteronomy, they don't talk, they do not establish a separate priesthood like there is in the earlier books. Oh, Oh. They just talk about the Levites being the priests. They I did not about... notice that. That he's like, yeah, by the way, as an offhand either. statement, by the way, the Levites are the priests. Yeah. Not necessarily. Nothing like... about it actually being the sons of Aaron, which we had literally just established in Numbers. And in Numbers, not only do we establish the sons of Aaron, but we actually establish the successor of the church. Uh, Holiab? No, not Holiab. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elijah? Uh, I can't remember. His son. Now. Yeah, his son. Uh, Aaron's, yeah. Aaron's son who survived uh, the fire. Um, who well, I'm also smoked. pretty sure is not mentioned at all in Deuteronomy. Because, yeah, at the end of Numbers, there was uh, there's a lot of that that goes on. I know we talked about how in the ending of Exodus, God's like, and by the way, I'm sending an angel to hang out with you and, and keep you guys in check. And then he's never mentioned ever again. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. A, yeah. We did lose that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever happened to that guy? Whatever happened to that magic angel that's supposed to kick a whole fuck ton of ass and just keep a watchful eye on you guys? And then all the Jews are like, let's run loose, cats away. Like, where's that angel at? Um, I guess maybe there's some significance to the absence, uh, especially when there's several books dedicated entirely to uh, these are the rules of the priest. But, I mean, that... I could give the idea that maybe that's just part of, like, why would they, I don't know. Why would they spend so much time going over it when we already had numbers to kind of designate? Yeah, but considering that Deuteronomy is just going over things we've already read, it's a little strange. That Suspicious it's that this one doesn't seem to remember Aaron's kids. Yeah. But, and another th- another okay, thing that ahead. points to maybe why. So Deuteronomy presumably came out later than a lot of this. And, and there's it is a fucking clusterfuck. I'm not going to try and explain how the documentary hypothesis and later other hypotheses about mm-hmm. when and where each part of the Bible is written. It, it's a maze and no one really agrees on anything specifically. The ones, but, the ones that I had read, uh, I mean this, I'm pulling mostly from the Wikipedia page. I'd read it a couple other places, sure. but uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, modern scholars suggest that the Pentateuch was codifying the written and verbal Torahs that existed at the time during the Babylonian captivity period. Yes, and the post-exodus uh, of, of Babylon as well, or the right. post-exile, whatever you want to call so it. So we haven't gotten to that, but no. apparently that's coming. 
<clears throat> um, but what what is interesting, what, whatever you want to follow, it's it's pretty clear that there's there's um, a, a few different ideas at at work here, right? There's not just one person uh, translating straight from God because if it is, then God is all over the place, and that can't work out for us. But just as another small example, Exodus twelve five. Uh, Passover sacrifices must be sheep or goats. And then in 12.8, they must not be boiled but cooked over a fire. Then here in Deuteronomy, in uh, chapter 16, actually they can also be cows and you totally should boil them. It's, <laughs> it's just little things like that that we're sure there are many books apart, but this all was laid out within one generation. So there's no reason for there to be, air quotes, one generation. I have um, a question. Sure. Does it... Does it matter? Does it matter that the Bible is inconsistent and that it doesn't really make sense? I mean, at least... I, go ahead. So I have a very specific answer to that. No to me. Okay. Right? That's what I expect from something like this. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes to people that use their evangelicism as a political weapon. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. To them, if they're going to... The reason that they're not allowed to have abortions, right... Uh-huh. that they're not allowed to let other people have abortions is because they see it as directly written from their book and that there's no mistakes in this and we can basically use it as to make a theocracy. And let's face it, that that's what they, a lot of evangelical Protestants and Catholics want. I mean, Catholics right. literally have ran a theocracy for millennia. Right. So I think, the idea, I think, ahead. is just to, we need to look at it with its flaws and and acknowledge them so that we're not being idiots about the way we follow it if we choose to do so. I guess in my mind, it's like from the get-go, Genesis is such unbelievable bullshit and is so completely outside of the laws of nature and physics and stuff like that, that to me, the rest of the inconsistencies are just like, yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like if like, um, someone was like being accused of murder and like his alibi is like, by the way, I was in North Carolina at the time. I'm like, but I see, and I was wearing an orange shirt. And I'm like, well, I see you on the camera right here, and you're wearing a green shirt. You're doing the murder, and it's like, yeah, but he was also lying about the shirt. I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's a very minor. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't that's care fair. about that. I care about the big one. You know, like the, the fact that the entirety of the story is so ridiculous. The the little inconsistencies, I kind of like. Yeah, sure, fine, whatever. It's just part of. It's just part of well, the think, fact when a book is several thousand years old and created through a game of telephone. Yeah, I think that it's kind of like Al Capone, though, right? <laughs> My point being that sometimes the devil is in the details. You want to have you want to have those. I guess. Um, All right, it's fair. Um, let, let's get into see. So I guess my point is that I get that some people care that like okay, well Deuteronomy sixteen is conflicting with Exodus four and whatever. Blah 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 blah. To me, th- those are less important to me. As sort of just the inconsistency in God's message. Oh, yeah. Like Let's the overall thing. Like like the quote-unquote sanctity of marriage. I don't think you can point to... I don't think anyone's saying like... Like the like when I was reading this Bible the first time, or when we were going through like Genesis, you know, and they're like, ah, God's sanctity of marriage between Adam and Eve as the first marriage and, and the shining thing of how God views marriage. I'm like, well, when we get to the actual laws, God says marriage can be by rate point. You know, and uh, yeah. then here's yeah. the laws of divorce, and here's how you kill your own wife if you want, you know? Yeah. That and, and the sanctity of life, same thing. Yeah. I mean, life is so worthless in this Bible so far, right? Like, like to me, 
I care less that there's no evidence that Egypt from Egypt that the Jews escaped. I care less that there's no evidence of people wandering the desert for 40 years, too many other people. I care more that uh, uh, God is okay with murdering children, you know, and yeah. that God actually yeah. has a rule for how you murder the kids and why it's so fucking awesome to do so. Like, that to me is more of a, so you're of a more knock of a, against God. Yeah, fuck the who, what, where, when, how. Let's talk about the why. Like, why are we? Why would yeah, we want why, to listen to this even if it was true? Yeah, you know, like... Um, sure. And then there's some other things that I just find is interesting. I, I find it interesting that God is okay using Israel's enemies as a tool for vengeance against his own people. Like, it's another one of those things where I'm like, even if I were a Jew, I'd be like, you don't think it's kind of interesting that God's like, hey, by the way, I'm going to use the Syrians, my own sworn enemy, to fuck you guys up. Like, all right, you're not it's a pretty good, good. It's a pretty good goof. <laughs> <laughs> like, you like that shit, huh? <laughs> that turns you on. Um, so th- there's a lot of, I guess, philosophical things where you just gotta go, like, Jesus Christ, like, the fuck is this? But where yeah, I care I, more about that than I care like how many, like how long their shoes lasted or whatever. <laughs> That's really fun, though. Yeah, it is fun. Um, some other things that I that I was when I was just reading up on what Deuteronomy is about that I didn't pick up on while we were reading. Um, did you notice how rural it is? Um, almost all the laws. We, there was one law about like not tipping your scales in your favor, mm-hmm. but almost everything had to do with cattle, land boundaries. Um, if you're getting raped out in the country, right? Um, country. It rape. was very. It seems to be a very. Wh- whoever was writing it was writing it for a very rural group about having to go to the cities to have your sacrifices and whatnot. It. Um, it is kind of. A fair point that, like, especially, I think it was in Numbers, in Leviticus too, for sure, there was a lot of conversation about, like, here's the rules when you're in the city, here's the rules for when your oxen breaks your fence. These people don't have fucking fences. These people don't have things. And it's not like God has very been particularly forward-thinking in the past. You know, it's not like he went to Jacob, and by the way, if someone borrows your car for more than two days, like, yeah, thanks, you know, like, like, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Like, this, yeah. is, this, is, this is Jacob's law for internet security and, like, you know, like, <laughs> and password protection. Like, okay, great. Uh, what kind of SSI encryption should I use? You know, like, fuck, you know? It's not, it's obviously, but it does sort of provide maybe kind of a, I don't know, circumstantial evidence that this was written centuries later by people who had already established cities and fought wars and had rules and, and maybe had issues related to the kind of infrastructure issues of a city, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it's kind of cool that, um, again, the the origin of Deuteronomy is, is viciously and arbitrarily disputed, for sure. But uh, there are some kind of cool theories that we'll get into later on um, mm-hmm. when we get to, like, King Josiah. Um, but we'll talk about that then. I'll save it. So you're gonna have to just sit there and. <laughs> Ooh, who's King Josiah? He's and, not the um, guy that. Uh, anyway, go ahead. But he, well, he he did a lot of uh, like reformation for mm-hmm. the Israelites, and so there's some ideas about maybe Deuteronomy was created by someone who wanted those reforms to take place, and that's because. Yeah, we don't want to get too far ahead, but King know, Josiah is also, if I'm not mistaken, the king that Nebuchadnezzar crushes. Maybe. Which would be. Could, well, we'll get into it, but. Yeah, uh, I'm not even sure to, to be honest. Um, My understanding cool... is uh, King Josiah is the one that was crushed by Nebuchadnezzar, who Might is be. at the exact same time that people assume Deuteronomy was written, 6th yeah, well, century that, B.C. That would be cute, then. A nice little bow on it. Oh. Uh, the other kind of cool hypothesis I saw is that Deuteronomy is a book of wisdom, 
and uh, I wouldn't have picked up on this ever on my own again. This all goes down to James L. Kugel. But uh, a lot of what happens in the book is uh, paralleled in Proverbs. Um, it is you see a lot of the exact same phrasing in Proverbs, which of course is a book just about wisdom and about. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean it's called Proverbs. So is there? That, wait, hold on. I, you kind of lost me there. Is there an actual book named Wisdom? It's called Proverbs, but a uh, proverb is basically a story that helps you be wise. I only kind of know because, uh, again, on Catholic memes, and they Ugh. reference a book called Wisdom, which is like a secret book that the Catholics took out or kept or There's, something. I kind of want to get into God, I hate them. I hate the Catholics. <laughs> Do you know the – okay, sidebar. Let's, let's talk about this the Catholics good, for some This could have been a cold, good cold opener, I guess. But I have right. uh, started to discover just by – I've been clicking on people's usernames on Reddit whenever I see them saying weird stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a really weird overlap of people who are deistic or atheistic mm-hmm. that also are obsessed with Catholicism and are kind of white nationalists. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really weird thing. So I've white nationalists, atheists that are obsessed with Catholicism. Yeah, as uh, like, okay, yeah, sure, I don't believe in God, but man, Catholics are really cool and they. <laughs> they have a lot of like white traditions or whatever. I don't know. It weirds uh, me out. That's funny. Okay, great aside. Yeah. I don't really get it either. Um, I don't. It's. We'll, we'll, I'll do a deep dive next time. We'll talk on, about it more. On, on white nationalism. Um, I have a question for you. Go ahead. And this is this is not in regard to just Deuteronomy, but you can take it outside the scope. Okay. Um, what do you what do you, give me? You're writing God's Tinder profile for him. Okay. What does it look like? I'm thinking it's a sign of God jacked, shirtless, toga, okay. huge dick. And he's just holding like a big ass fish. And then the next one is him with like a bunch of his kids, you know? And then the other one is him ripping a person in half. <laughs> and it's just it's just it's yeah. just it's just him like working with like Play Doh and he looks like the guy from Ghost and inside the Play Doh is a couple of people being crushed together, you know? Well that uh that fish better have scales on it. Have <laughs> <laughs> Kick God's ass. Um, what do you think of what do you think of God's sort of like persona? What are you thinking? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely a narcissist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no question of that. Like the entire Israelite population at this point could could subscribe to race by narcissists. <laughs> like, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I was just thinking about some of the. Um, I guess I, if I imagine God at this time, like from what we from the Pentateuch, like what do I think of God? I think of like a trailer park dad, foot on the coffee table, beer in hand, just beer gut kind of expanding over his waistband, just being like, Arr! "Get in here, <laughs> Moses, get in here." He's like, "What? I grab me a beer." And he's like, "All right, jeez." And then like one of the kids is like, "I hate you. I didn't do good." And he just starts beating the shit out of you, you know, like he just that's kind like of he beat. He beats the kid ragged, but he won't kill them just because he doesn't want to go to jail. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he thought about it. Egypt's and just looking wife, through their blinds. Are you seeing what's going on over there? Like, it's like it's fucking crazy. I wonder if we're going to have to retire that analogy here. I wonder if that God is going to sort of bleed away because it seems like he sort of has already started to. He's becoming less physically involved. He's not. I mean, we went through a bunch of numbers in all of Deuteronomy without him physically showing up. And like ripping dicks off and throwing snakes at people and opening up the right, ground and spitting out right. fire. Um, it's a good question. 
Um, Because, yeah, I don't... I certainly haven't gotten... It it certainly has clashed with what I thought it would be about. Like, I was prepared to be like, okay, well, it's bullshit. You know, like, it doesn't have any factual basis. It's just a fairy tale. But at least I was going to be prepared. But at least it's a fairy tale about a loving, wise God who cares deeply about his people. And it's kind of far from it, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a a far cry from that. I remember... Oh, I think it was Stephen Fry. Now I can't remember. Talking about, um, someone asked Stephen Fry, like, what if you're wrong? What if you get to heaven and God's real? You know, what are you going to fucking say? And then Stephen Fry just goes on this fucking rant. But part of when he was saying, he's like, now if it was the Greek gods, I get it. Because at least those stories recognize those Greek gods as being huge pieces of shit anyway. Who just want to fucking suck and kill and maim and are jealous pieces of shit the whole time. Sure. Uh, whereas as I'm reading kind of like these books and stuff, I'm like, well, God feels the same way. And I kind of agree with him that like, God sounds like a fucking maniac, but it's wrapped in layers and layers and layers of like gaslighting and like Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Like, no, 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 that's signs of God's love. The way he agrees that you can rape kids. That's, that's his infinite wisdom, his, his utter protection for Israel, you know? And yeah. And that's part of the, why I asked you, you know, do you think we're going to have to see this God go away? Because Again, I don't. I know some of the stories between now and the New Testament, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's hard for me to think and picture how God's portrayed in them. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that for us to get from this guy to like happy Jesus mm-hmm. is the gradient is going to have to like really start kicking into gear, <laughs> or we're going to. It'll be, be it'll abrupt. be interesting. I was like, because because God really protects Israel the way like. A uh, drunk stay-at-home mom protects her kid from because she got kicked off the cheerleading team by cyberbullying one of the other girls to death. You know, like it's like, yeah, I, I guess you're defending your kid, but it's sort a really of. fucked up roundabout way of doing it. Like, yeah, no, that's uh, it's definitely, it never feels like love. But interestingly enough, a lot of times the word that's used for love when we're seeing God loves you or you were to love God is the same word that they would have used uh, when talking to like a vassal King, like you will love this King and it's not really a version of love that we conceptualize. It isn't uh, how you would like love a dog or a wife no, or something. No, it's or it's more like how you would like love, uh, love your job. <laughs> it's a, it's like how you would love the SS officer that's coming into your house and flipping over your table and looking at your cabinets <laughs> for juice. That's the way that you would love him. Like, oh, I love the state. No, I'm on, I'm on your side. And they're just dragging yeah, a knife yeah, through yeah. the pillows. Any Jews in here? And you're like, <laughs> oh, I love you guys. It's clearly a throw pillow. <sighs> yeah. So that's another great thing about it is that, uh, I have i didn't know that so much of, of what's... I always thought the Bible was pretty OG, but yeah. no, not, not the case. A lot of this is, is ripped directly from, from, like we talked about, I think, maybe 10 episodes ago, from these, like, vassalization contracts mm-hmm. um, that the Israelites would have had with, you know, Babylonians or Assyrians or, or whoever. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be eager to talk about sort of because I've been doing a lot of research about like why the Bible is different and like, um, like who the authors could have been and what the contradiction are coming from. And kind of, unfortunately it's not really a conversation we can have until much later. Sure. Cause it's just, but, there's no point in talking until we start talking about the kingdom of Judah and the kingdom of Israel and the yeah. sacking of Jerusalem and stuff like that. But, but I, yeah. And I guess we can't save it for that, but uh, I think that that, 
the, the problem is that we need to talk about it now because I think that that speaks to the God they've dealt with. Like, doesn't he seem like a vassal king? Yeah, like, yeah, he'll protect you, literally. He won't let an outside force come in because you're his vassals. Right. But he he's not going to show you any mercy. You know, he'll tell you rules to make sure that you don't kill off all your cattle because he wants to tax you on them. And this God literally taxes them on them. Right. So uh, it's very much, and you know, they call him Lord. That's not a coincidence. Lord literally means, you know, the way that like medieval people would have used God Sama. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He, he, uh, he's a tough guy. But I just, um, I, I got a question. Are, do you feel like you've learned a lot about the Bible? Oh yeah. That's I don't know if I, I, I owe it po- probably equally to reading the Bible directly as to, you know, the extracurricular reading we kind of did to, mm-hmm. uh, dig deeper and, uh, it's been, it's been fascinating. It has. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not more of a fan now. <laughs> in uh, your, uh, in your private life, I know, I know not every member of our families knows exactly what we're doing. I think people yeah. know we're reading the Bible for some reason. Let's bring back. So your family's uh, quite religious. Correct. Um, what is their take on you, like rereading the Bible and like me rereading the Bible? <clears throat> um, so my, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, they know that I'm reading it. They don't know why. Right. And they know I'm reading it with you, right. which is probably the most confusing part. Um, but it's given me a chance actually to talk to them about some of the stuff I've come across and kind of toss it at them. And I kind of toss it at them looking for apologetics back. Right. To bring to you, to bring to this. Right. Um, don't get a lot of that. Get a lot of like, oh, that's a good point. Uh, so <laughs> that's, no, that's no fucking good. <laughs> I know, I know. I was hoping for some uh, gotchas, uh, God, you know. God, 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 God need those kids to get raped. That's what <laughs> Yeah. Like to explain why it was actually kind of fun. Um, no, I, so it, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. My, um, uh, oh, go ahead. Continue. No, go ahead. You're good. That I was just gonna say, my, my family's absolutely confused by it. Like I'll just be sitting there, I'm like, you know, this is just like what a holy ab did. And I'm like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> That's not how we raised you. <laughs> yeah, it it should be uh, it should be interesting here in a few months when uh, we get our folks together. So yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. it doesn't come up. No like, like, what am I, Elijah of Damascus? They're like, the fuck is... <laughs> I, 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 I preferred it when the jokes were just completely off the wall. I don't, I don't like... <laughs> I really don't like you bringing the Bible into here. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, this feels blasphemous for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. can't put my finger on it. <sighs> but you know what? Uh, I don't know. Well, do you have anything else about it? Anything no, else about I, Deuteronomy? I think, I think I'm glad to be done with the Pentateuch. I'm excited for <sighs> Joshua. I'm, I'm more excited just, I think, I think we are at the cusp of what I thought I knew. Like, sure. I thought I knew what it was in Deuteronomy. I thought I knew it was in Exodus. I found out I was fucking completely wrong. And now we're into areas where I don't know the first fucking thing about Joshua. Uh, gotcha. I, all I really know about Joshua is that he's a um, PTSD strung out former, like, general type. Hell yeah. Probably, you know, sucked off Moses a couple of times. I'm Hell, assuming he's yeah. kind of the, uh, oh, is her name Hope Hicks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's like it's what I imagined, Joshua. You know, um, and <laughs> then I know we're gonna get to like, and then I felt like I knew what the story of Job was just because I saw Veggie Tales on it. But we are officially, so you do know. we are officially, yeah, yeah, I know everything about it. So we're officially sort of on the 
everything's now going to be completely new. It's not even really going to conflict with anything that I thought I knew. This is just, I have no idea what's going to happen with Joshua. I'm sure. So, so I'm excited. Well, I, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to get more to the realm of like historical uh, narrative. It's going to be kind of less uh, establishment, less of this uh, mm-hmm. rules that we've been doing. So it it, it seems like, it seems like everything up to Joshua. I mean, I don't know if it'll continue. is sort of like Romulus and Remus. Like, it's yeah. like, this is how a city was created. I'm like, are you expecting me to believe that some kid was raised by fucking wolves and two twins fought? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like yeah, and then two I, guys and some wolves, and now we have aqueducts. I'm like, all right, there's a big fucking gap, and I'm pretty sure it didn't happen that way. Um, uh, whereas now we're going to get kind of in the meat of it and, like, the rule of these people and things that make more sense. I hope. Yeah, I, I don't fucking know. I think you're pretty close to the truth. There's still going to be some far-fetched shit. Right. <laughs> you know, definitely don't... uh don't don't put down your skeptic hat yet. Uh, it's going to be a pretty wild. But uh, no, I think it's going to be a fun read. I think we're going to bring the people what they need, and that's their ability to not read the Bible. You know, right. that's what we're here for. We're doing it for you. Um, got anything else for our recap? I think that's about it. Uh, that's it. What's our uh, what's our Twitter handle? Yeah, our Twitter handle is irrevelations at irrevelations, and you can email us at revelationspodcast at gmail.com go ahead and slap us one let us know what you thought about the pentateuch we'll if someone fucking emails us i'll read it i'll read it on <laughs> we'll make you famous we'll read on air uh i do know this and i've saw this before because uh as some people may be aware but uh, grant does the majority the lion's share of our twitter and every now and then i'll just be checking out of our twitter feed and i'll just see a couple of deleted tweets from us i'm like what the fuck was grant saying and it'll just be some guy being like whatever you only have 20 followers i'm like that is very we, we need more followers we need more, yeah, we like, need more followers tell, like, tell what is fr- going hey, on download on twitter yeah. download twitter it's free jesus christ S- save grant save grant <laughs> <laughs> bunch of assholes uh, all right well thanks for listening folks that's the pentateuch that's a wrap and we'll be back next week with Joshua. You're fucking doing it. Welcome.